Hi everyone, how's it going? Happy New Year again. I'm so happy to be back this weekend with a full week worth of recaps. Um, little late this week, I did have a six day work week. Um, our company, my job, we definitely started the new year off with a bang. So uh, yeah, a little overworked and tired, but I can't complain um, with everything going on these past month and a half. Um, just so happy to be working to be healthy and be home and being able to do this um very exciting week full week worth of stuff um i'm happy that you know i'm kind of broadening the horizons on the recap this week and not just keeping it on carson which we will discuss but um let's get into it all right so my notes are a little choppy this week i did do it on a daily basis um because i have been busy but you know, kind of did a few bullet points. So bear with me, but I think I'll be able to cover it all. Um, we're mo- Here we are on Monday. Um, we have, let's kind of set the scene. We have Carly at the footbridge where Drew arrives. We have freaking Nina taking Sunny home and coming in, taking her coat off, which he never asked her to. We have Victor visiting Peter, who is so sexy. I'm sorry. And Peter's alive. Barmer, of course. Um... Alexis and Harmony. We have Brit and Austin. And I think that's pretty much it. I don't even know where to start except Nina, go the fuck home. Sorry for cursing. <laughs> um, all Sunny did was ask you to drop him off. Okay, you want to get him up the stairs, up the elevator safe? Sure, no problem. But that is all. He didn't care that you stayed he said job done and you took your coat off and kept chatting with him you had to just take the coat off and dip whatever you know this is what the writers want this is what we see um you have sunny obviously kind of recapping nina as far as what happened after court after she was set free and you know i feel like she was kind of antagonizing him when she hit him with the whole well, it's evident, like, whatever is going on, you can't betray her, but obviously, no matter what happens, like, whatever whatever happened, the outcome is, she's home, you're here. Um, So, she was like, if he would have started kissing her, she would have definitely got into bed with him. So, phew, that, that didn't go there. Um, Good that Sunny wasn't upfront and open about him still having feelings, and Nina kind of asked, but then backed up. So I'm happy that didn't go there because that is the last thing we needed for her to know. Because she, I feel like as much as she wants to act like the victim right now, as much as she wants to act like I didn't want for any of this, she knows what she's doing though. I still feel like there's some sort of vindictive motive that she wants Carly's man. Um. So I don't know. I'm just... Sunny just being just such a drunk slob is not attractive. It's funny. It's typical Sunny. It's giving me penthouse 90s vibe Sunny, which I was right. I said last week he was in the penthouse. He sure was. Um, and I said this that penthouse Sunny is a hoe. So we'll see if there's if this was just a temporary set or a permanent set for his little escapades. Um, but obviously we parallel to Carly on the bridge with Drew, which Drew did a lot more talking than Carly. She was just standing there listening to him and then eventually tells him she needs her time. But like nothing about Sunny came up. (laughs) Um, And I guess it's kind of like 
I guess it was kind of good writing because she kind of confided in Drew a little bit, but not fully like she did with Olivia or she would have with Jason. So it was her just keeping her guard up a little bit. So I guess I kind of understand that part of it. But Sunny never came up. It was all about, I'm sad. I need my friend. He's not here. Let me go to the closest place where I feel like I could connect with him. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but as you know they kind of close on that scene nina says you know i hope you and uh you and carly make it which obviously is a damn lie and then you know she leaves um what i notice with nina is as much as she wants to be like you know the love i had with quote-unquote mike is the best and purest love i had i just was able to be myself i was free she then starts seeing uh the real side of sunny and she's still kind of attracted to it you know, she's still attracted to it. As we see later on, she talks to Ava about it. And Ava's just here for all the tea. So happy this is happening. Like, totally, totally all about how this is going to benefit her, even though she didn't say it out loud. Um, and it sucks again, because I thought her and Carly were okay. You know, when Sunny was dead, allegedly, she wanted to be there for Carly. She was dapping her up about, you know, I'm, ha- I'm happy to hear how you handled this. Um, let me help you with Cyrus. Like, all up Carly's ass. And then all of a sudden, Sunny's back, Nina's back, and she is just ready to ruin Carly's life with Nina. I'm not here for that. I don't like that. I don't like, I'm not saying it's a rewrite. I mean, they're always going to have something against each other. But really, Carly should be the one who's more mad at Ava, not the other way around. You know, so I didn't like it. You know, she's putting stuff in Ava's, in uh, Nina's head about, you never know, it could still work. Are they okay? If they're not, there's still hope. Like, he still has feelings for you. This is why he didn't go that route. Yeah, because she knows Sonny so well, right? Um, And then, you know, Nina smirks. She takes that, runs with it, and goes to Phyllis about how, you know, like, what if I am his happiness? She's like, maybe not now, but later. What you mean not now? <laughs> So, so now you're not anticipating that him and Carly are going to break up now, but you're anticipating it for later. Like, you sound crazy. You sound like 2014 Psycho Nina. And you know what? <laughs> Round of applause for Phyllis. Finally getting in that ass. Like, I was so... I kept saying to Phyllis, like, all these last few months, mind your business, stop. Like, stop trying to talk about Nina's feelings. Definitely a rewrite there. Definitely they wanted to turn Phyllis's character around. Um, because she, all she kept talking about was feelings for Nina, feelings for Nina, feelings for Nina. Um, you know, what's what he may feel for you, what he may feel for you. It's a, You know, it's, it's obvious when you guys are in the room together. Which we all understood as her just, like, maybe not pushing them together, but, like, don't ignore it. And then she totally flipped script, and I'm happy that she did. We see what team she's on, and I'm so curious to see next, you know, if and when Carly obviously confronts Phyllis. You know, my husband put you up, and I and I and I let you in my home, and you're smiling in my face, and I'm venting to you about Nixon Falls, and you knew all this, and you never told me. Um, so I'm curious to see where that goes, but I'm I'm hoping that she kind of you know, takes accountability for her, uh, for her actions and understands and then just lets her know, like, I'm here for you too. Like, I already told Nita what it is. Like, I'm part of the Corinthos clan and I want Carson together <laughs> because um, that's crazy. 
Um, anyway, so then um, Peter and Victor. Why the hell is Victor helping Peter? Obviously, he has probably his own selfish agenda. Um, he's obviously trying to get something out of it. I don't know what he wants out of Drew or if Drew could condition Liesl maybe. Or maybe he wants Drew to kill somebody or do something. I don't know, but it's creepy. It's freaky. And I love Victor, but I hate him with Peter. Like, I love when he's with other characters. Anna, Valentine, um, you know, even, like, real briefly around Bobby. Like, it's just, I mean, not Bobby. I'm so sorry. Um, around Britt. You know, having those few, like, I, he's just such good casting, number one, um, Charles. And he's just great at what he does. Like, you could tell he's having fun with it. And he could still kind of bring, like, the little Mr. Sheffieldness into it, which I like, though. Because um, he's just so sexy and so charming. But he, he is a little bit of a villain. Um, I can't see past that, though. <laughs> um, like, obviously, we know it's evident, these little calls he's making, these little moves he's making. But... Oh, he's just so good looking that, you know, I don't want to see it. Um, and I don't know why Peter's alive. Like, I'm just so... What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Unless, like, Wes Ramsey himself does, like, projects on and off where he can't always be on scene. You know what I mean? He can't always, like, be on site. So that's why we're doing these little in-betweens. But, like, I, I'm not going to be mean about that. I'm just, I could do it out. Um, we have Anna and Felicia kind of reconnecting, chatting it up, um, you know, really concerned about Maxie and want to help Maxie find Louise. It's just, I'm happy Felicia's back. I love seeing the old heads, the OGs, the vets and scenes together, but it's just, you make them look so stupid, especially when Tracy already figured it out. You know, Chase knows, and there's a few people who already know. You make these vets look dumb. You know, I would have liked for Anna and Felicia to have figured it out and just left it alone and not said anything to anybody or Maxie and just leave it up to Maxie to handle it. You know what I mean? And really just appreciate Brooklyn for what she's doing. But again, the writers do what they want and we have to watch it. And, you know, we see how, I think it's sweet, you know, how Anna and Felicia have the talk, like, I'm concerned about Maxie, I had to make myself, like, she has to make herself believe she's okay so that she could get through this. And Robin's like, well, I used to leave Robin, um, I'm sorry, Anna's like, well, I used to leave Robin with so-and-so, and I had to believe she was okay so I could get the job done and justify why I was leaving my daughter. Felicia said the same thing about leaving the girls with Mac. But again, good point. Felicia's like, but we knew they were okay. And Anna was like, yeah, but we knew our daughters were alive and okay. Um, Maxie, they think Maxie's being delusional, you know? So it's like good writing for two people who don't really know what's up. But I just don't like how they're making the, like, they're so smart. They're detectives. They get down to the bottom of things and they can't figure this out. Like, come on. You know, we I mentioned Tracy briefly about knowing about Bailey Louise. Like, you know, it totally didn't, I guess it did or it didn't totally like was lost on me that Tracy had knew because it was just a phone call. We, we didn't expect to see Tracy on the canvas. 
And then she's like, all right, why are you pretending this baby's yours? So I thought that was really, I like, I love that I forgot that because it was good to like, it was a shocker to kind of remember. And, you know, she gives, Brooklyn gives Tracy this stupid story how I helped someone who needed, who just couldn't support the baby. I don't know, something so stupid that, like, come on. Like, she, why couldn't she just tell Tracy it wasn't one? Uh, I guess she couldn't have because she was already, um, quote unquote, far into the pregnancy when she asked Tracy for a fake baby. So she hung up on her. So I guess you're right. They could have just, um, they, I guess they, she couldn't really lie to her about that part of it. But um, I wonder what she's going to do. Like she was really about to tell Ned. That's what I'm like confused about. She was really about to tell Ned. I love that I got her in scenes with um, Felicia because Felicia's like, you know, saying how she feels bad for Maxie and, you know, and then, you know, there's a baby in the house and Tracy like should be so happy that there's a baby in the house. And then Tracy's like paying attention to like how Maxie's like attending to Bailey Louise. So that was funny. That was cute. Um, Luke's dead. I'm sorry. I just got right into it. I don't know where that came from. Why that's happening. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if he's really dead. It's the soap world. Media's confirming it. You know, major soap websites, blogs are confirming it. Um, you know, sometimes these blogs, you know, say, is this really the end? Yada, yada, yada. But they're confirming, like, major character killed off. I don't know. Um, Victor definitely had something to do with this. Um, period. Um, you, you know, you could tell. So, I don't. again, I don't know what his next move is. You see him at the Metro Court with like Ava and Nicholas um, briefly discussing um, Sean sabotaging <laughs> Nicholas and putting Cassidy's on Front Street on the paper and kind of um, blowing that up. So then you see um, Victor talking about how, you know, we, we can handle this. I can handle this. This is an easy issue. This is an easy problem. And they're like, no, we got bigger fish to fry. Um, and here he's go. Here goes Sean in his Easter Sunday suits. All it took was Nicholas to write over a check for Sean to be looking dapper AF. He looks really good. I like his swag in this. Um, I love that they're giving him story. They're giving him substance and um, that he could call the shots. You know, he could easily say to Alexis, come on board. I want to hire you. You know, background check needed, you know. So I love that they're making him a powerful significant character on the canvas i think that's good for the show that's good for him that's good for us so i love that um am i gonna sound mean like i could do without the whole portion curtis <laughs> i think i said that last week i think they're could they're two good really good looking people i don't see chemistry we see um portia kind of chatting with curtis about how she doesn't regret any of this because you know, it's just, it's just what went down and it, everything comes for a circle and they're at where they're at today. And she gives us a little timeline of, you know, they are fair versus Tagger versus Trina. So we definitely know Curtis is Trina's daddy. Um, Definitely. I love that Ned and Olivia are working it out. I just think that's great story for them that, you know, Olivia was kind of blinded by a lot of things that ha that you know was happening with Leo 
And they were kind of starting to work it out after the whole Alexis affair, the whole Robert stuff. So I love that that came full circle because I think it's just, you know, who are they going to pair either one of them with? I mean, you could think of some people, but right now with Leo's storyline, I think it's important to that for them to kind of be a stronger unit together in support of Leo and rally around each other. So I'm happy for them. As Olivia said, Ned's a dog, but I love my dog. <laughs> and, you know, you gotta, you know, you rather have bad times with this dog than not have him at all. So I, I love that. We'll get into that discussion later because we had TED Talk by Olivia that day. Um, Bobby going, you know, Laura calling Bobby to let her know. And right before that, she had some, some scenes with Valentine, which I love their banter. I love their chemistry. Nothing, not like, inti- nothing intimate, but, you know, I would love to see them in more scenes together. Those are good actors. Um, Alexis, you know, coming to Valentine's rescue <laughs> and just telling him, do not go in that room. Um, totally sidebar, speaking of Alexis, I love the Alexis and Harmony scenes, how Harmony like was like not about to make her let her make that mistake of drinking, keeping her distracted, them chatting it up. I mean, I'm I'm here for this friendship. I really like this friendship. I don't know what Christina's going to think about it, but um, maybe she matures in this. I don't know. Who knows? But I'm happy to, uh, you know, I'm happy to see it. Happy to see it. I think Harmony um can be vindicated and I like her and I like her softness at her attitude her character and I want to see more of her too she's very good this is a really good actress and she has a lot of range and she's beautiful and I think she, you know this story you know you could give her some significant story too um but you know back to like Bobby going to Laura's house like that was such good scenes of Laura telling her and she's like no well I'm gonna let me call Luke and it was just so sad the 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 sadness on everyone's face the grief on Tracy on Laura on everyone this week about Luke it was such good acting I don't I can't understand a lot of it but it was really good (laughs) um so yeah really good episode a lot of vets a lot of vets in this episode which I was happy about um, you know, they were telling Monica, Drew was, Drew was there kind of, sort of, um, you know, and everyone kind of being there for Tracy. I, how about I totally forgot Tracy was on the run too. Again, the next day I remembered why, but that's so funny. It's just, it's great stuff. I, I love Jane Elliott and I think she is just such a good actress and so important to this show. Like I wish she wasn't leaving. I don't know how long of a stint this is going to be, but I wish she wasn't leaving because I just love her on the show. Have Michael and Willow in the kitchen, um, you know, awaiting for Harmony to arrive because Harmony was bringing uh, Wiley's gifts, whatever. But first of all, new Michael, who this, new haircuts. I don't know if this is part of his whole new identity as Michael Corinthos, <laughs> second in charge. I'm loving, okay, I'm loving the dark side of Michael. Um, I don't like him coming from Harmony and we'll get into that, but I'm loving, I, I don't know if it's cause I like that this is bringing the dark side out of him and some of you guys aren't going to agree with me, but I totally understand his logic about like, um, you know, it's, it, you know, some, we might bend the rules sometimes because everything's not always black and white. And we both felt we needed to do what we had to do to protect the people we love. You didn't tell me about 
Nina and my dad because you didn't want to ruin anything. And I didn't tell you I was pressing charges against Nina because, you know, I didn't want you involved. And I was doing what I had to do to protect my son. And he's right. And she's like, no, they're not the same truth. Because it wasn't convenient for you, Willow. It's not the same, right? Um, I think that, you know, she's just, she's in for a rude awakening when it comes to Michael. Michael basically was like, we, you know, we justified why we kept certain things from each other. And if you could understand that word, we'll be together forever. And this is how we're moving forward. This is how we're moving, moving forward. And Willow doesn't like that. You know, she's too much of a delicate flower. Um, Listen, I'm not, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I'm not, um, I'm just not, uh, I can't understand, I can't explain it. I'm just not, I don't care too much about them, but I like, I want to see where this is going. Um, Who knows? You know, um, Michael might get more involved in the business as he starts maybe even getting more pissed off at Sonny. We know he's vindictive, you know, but he, so there was a line back in 2004 or 2005 when Sonny found out about Carly keeping the secret about Christina that, and he went for a divorce. I mean, Michael's not going for a breakup, but he went for a divorce. He was like, you know, you did what you had to do to protect what you love. And I have to do what I have to do sometimes to protect what, what I love. And I get it. And that's what the Lord has called irreconcilable differences. First of all, love that scene. Um, I think I'm going to post it as a TBT next week. You guys have to see that. It was great. Um, both actresses, like Laura Wright did a flashback and Tamara Braun actually was the original scene and they both did good. And I think I might even do a contrast. Anyway, and Michael's, kind of saying the same thing so I love this I love seeing this um, with him like I love the harmony scenes because I think that things might be crumbling for Willow soon and if in fact in the long run Nina is also Willow's mother that makes it a little more complicated for harmony too so I like that we're getting this and you know, again, Willow's world's going to be crumbling down soon whether it's Michael leaving her and you know the Corinthos kind of turning against her or just like all right it's time it's time your time is done here with this family <laughs> you know she's gonna need somebody there um and I think that's gonna be Harmony and you know Sasha and all of them but I don't know she's getting she's becoming like a staple in the quarter main home so I kind of don't know or under like I can't see her not there so I don't know if she's there for the long run maybe she ends up getting an apartment I don't know but we'll see what happens there um, little friction, little static between um, Milo. So we'll see. I, I'm here for it though. Um, I'm not too invested in this couple, so it's not, I don't hate it nor do I love it. I just things are heating up, so I'm intrigued to see where this goes, if you will. Which also pissed me off when I was watching Wednesday is the fact that. Martin wants to help Peter. Like, is he that desperate for coins? He says it to Valentine. So when Peter's like schmoozing the situation and Martin agrees, even though I just the whole conversation was mean was useless because he still agreed to be his lawyer. So I could care less what was said. But I thought I was like, yeah, Valentine's setting Peter up. Like he's paying Martin to take Peter's case so that, you know, he could get more shit on Peter, eventually prove that he's 
um, guilty, but then I, I realized that's not, you know, Martin Kaluza's license for that. And Valentine, too much to my surprise, was surprised as well and didn't like it, wasn't happy. He leaves, doesn't go off as much as I thought he was going to go off. Like, he didn't really um, go in like I thought. But, um, you know, that's when he, like, kind of meets up with Victor and just kind of vents. And Victor sees, like, the hurt and betrayal that he's feeling right now. Um, But, you know, Victor's such a menace. And he's bringing that dark side out of Valentine, which... I, <laughs> we like bad Valentine. We like good Valentine. I feel like he could be a good menace, you know, but I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what they're going to do to Brooklyn. I hope it's not nothing evil or I hope at least Peter tries to figure out the reason. I mean, Valentine tries to figure out the reason before things get really bad. Um, but I just didn't understand what was going on there. And as far as him and Anna, like we saw him and Anna basking in happiness, New Year's Eve, um, just him being there for her. Then we didn't really see them on screen again. But, you know, it was over before it lasted, I guess, because Anna's not... Listen, he knows that there's a dark side of... She knows there's a dark side of Valentine, and she knows they kind of understand each other when it comes to, like, secrets and doing what they have to do. But she's also not... She, even though she knows his dark side, she's also not about to sit there and be all happy with him while he, like, take gets revenge on Brooklyn. Like, I just don't see her being okay with that so like I said that's gonna be over before it even started we'll see I could be wrong um but then speaking of Peter we had Britt go visit Peter in the room Peter's just such uh, I can't stand Peter but I guess that's why Wes Ramsey does a good job and that's why I just can't stand Peter Peter and his slyness and his cockiness and his just disgracefulness of it all but um, could care less about Brit. Talks about you know them being blood. Could care less that she he was the reason why somebody died, um, why Jason died, and she just goes off on him. But and I was happy for the C's. I love that she called him a dumbass. But I wanted to see a little bit more out of Kelly and Brit. Um, I thought she could have done a lot worse. I. You know, even Austin, when he was taking care of him before this whole jail thing and poison thing, the way he stuck the syringe in Peter's vein, like, she could have done something like that, scared him. I don't know. She just, I I luck that she got that vindication and she felt good about it. And I love the seeds between her and Austin. They, together, they're such quirky actors that I love how well they play off together. I, I'm here for this little if they pair each other up. I think they'd be great as friends, but I'm here for a pairing. Um, they're such good actors and they're quirky and they're funny. They're comical. They're not as dramatic. And I just, I, I love it. Whoever, whoever's, I, whoever idea that was, was that was awesome. Bravo. Um, but I just... You know, the fact that Peter's not even dead, I just feel like did Miss Wu do that on purpose? Did she anticipate, like, did she tell, did, you know, was it her call, like, just give him enough to scare him? Um, or did she just couldn't get the job done? It wasn't enough. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Sunny's not going to be happy. We probably won't see that fallout for a little bit because there's so much more going on. But I definitely want to see where that goes. Um... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I want Peter dead. Is that horrible? Is that bad to say? So 
we're getting towards the end of the week and some major cliffhangers are coming to folds. Um, first of all, let me get some few things out of the way from Thursday. I love that Lucy's getting a lot more airtime. Um, I think the actress is great. I think she's another important, significant person on the canvas um, who could really play off a lot of people. Like she's another like comedic actress too, to a degree on the show. And she has great chemistry with anybody you put her in a scene with, even if it's just a few seconds. I think she's great. So I love that she's getting more airtime. Um, Deception's going public. Obviously, um, Maxie has a lot of other things on her mind because she knows that Tracy knows because Brooklyn told her. And they gotta, they kind of have to keep their eye out and see what happens. Like everyone said, like we do nothing. We see what she does with the information. That's all they can do. Um, and then Sasha showing up to work, which I think it was too soon. But I don't know. I've never been in a situation like that. So who knows? Maybe she just had to be distracted. But I don't know if I heard correctly. So anyway, so Gladys is at the Metro Court with Brando which I love their scenes. I love everything about their scenes. I love that we're getting a soft side of Gladys. Eventually she's going to mess up again and, you know, do something wrong that she thinks is going to benefit her temporarily. However, for now, I love that we're getting some honest um, mother-son scenes and she's not being too pushy. She's not being too imposing. She's being, like she said, she's listening to podcasts, watching shows, and she's learning. And I love that part I love that they wrote that part of that character that she is taking the time to learn and unlearn so I love that but um just letting Brando come to her letting her be the sounding board for him um you know giving him you know few small like not even advice like just some touch points about grief and you know how people deal with grief and how to be there for um someone who's dealing with it and help if coming correctly helps you help them in that sense um so I loved everything about that I know I'm going a little off topic but I didn't want to forget to mention that but we see that you know Sasha was invited to breakfast she declined and then and they bumped to each other at the metro court because she's heading to work um so they confessed their love for each other I'm assuming they like spent some time after the death. They mentioned a funeral, which when and where did that happen? Um, I thought we would have saw that, but I guess we saw enough with the whole hospital thing that I guess we didn't need to see any more of a whole funeral thing going down. But um, then they don't see each other after that. So their exchange was a little awkward, to be honest, but I guess that's intentional, you know, given what they just went through. Um I'm rooting for them. You know, I want them to be happy and be good. But I guess she's on a little, you know, this is going to be a little tough for her and she has to figure it out. And, you know, I guess everything else has to, you know, get figured out too in order for things to go smoothly. She, I guess she doesn't know if she's coming or going when it comes with work, if she's ready or not. On top of that, she just, you know, she's going through a whole plethora of emotions like, not only did you lose a baby, but you were your body changed for nine months and your body is changing. It, it's already changed. And unfortunately, you have nothing to show for that. And I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just you go through so many. Your hormones are running rampant. Um, you go through so much during this that I love how she's playing this. Um, I really hope and pray she doesn't go back into drugs. Um, I don't know if this is going to be some sort of identity crisis, 
but we've seen that a few times she hasn't been able to handle grief well or certain things well so I don't know if this is going to be another one of those times or if Brand, her and Brandon are really just going to be there for each other and help each other through this in a positive way but this is so bland um but it was it was just good to see all the deception ladies in the room and you know unfortunately some people had to be careful with the words they were using which I completely understand and then Bailey Louise coming in and Sasha having a weird little exchange which I guess again I guess we have to understand that so that was intentional but um it's sad Bailey Louise is so freaking cute though like I don't know how many babies have played her but this girl is so cute she's given us face she's given us mood it is so cute Along with Lucy, I love that Sam is getting a lot more airtime and it's only what at this point January 6th. <laughs> so I love it. I'm here for it. I love Sam and Alexis together, them rooting for each other, being there for each other. Um, again, this goes back to when I was saying I totally forgot that Tracy was on the run. And, you know, they have quick banter because Tracy goes to tell Ned. And that doesn't happen because she gets arrested and they're all rallying around each other, uh, cheersing. Um, that's cute. I mean, it's good. I don't, I don't want to see Tracy in jail, obviously. So we'll see how this plays out. She'll be out. But Alexis talks about her how Tracy feels like she has privilege. How dare she? Um, it's funny. It's so funny. And then she was going to make an article and mention her and people like her in it and the invader. So we'll see what happens. I don't see her being in jail. But again, I like the scenes between them. Um, I forgot it's been a whole almost over a year since Tracy tried to set Alexis up as a drunk driver. <laughs> Yo, this is all so crazy. But um, that's funny. So um, of course, out of all people, Sam calls Dante, who's quick to make an arrest just so he could get on Sam's good side. Because Dante could be like, you know what? I'm not here for this, but he is a man of the law, right? Uh, speaking of Dante, we have him visiting Sunny at the penthouse, the PH. Um, I'm sensing, just like they're doing with like Carly and Olivia, I'm sensing that Dante and Olivia are fillers for Jason. Um, it can never replace him, but they are fillers for Jason. I think that, you know... Um, they're being soundboards. Again, Carly didn't really open much up to Drew. And Sonny obviously is not going to open up to Nina. Who else does he really have to talk to? He can't go to Michael. Michael's, I mean, Michael be the wrong person anyway because it's your son. It's the son you share. So I think that, you know, again, I think it's good because I love the acting between them. I love the chemistry between the father and the son. And, you know, they're just being dudes and talking. Don't get me wrong, I like it, but I see how it can be a filler for Jason. Um, you know, Sonny's back to business, making calls, talk about shipments, and Dante walks in, and um, I thought that was pretty funny because he would never have to hang up if he if Jason walked in. Sonny wouldn't have to hang up; he'd keep the conversation going. So obviously, Dante walks in, and Sonny's like, "All right, I gotta go." Um, but you know, I love how he's being honest, like. I love Carly. I want Carly. Again, Carly was the blonde woman that I saw. Like, she's home to me. She's where I want to be. Like, this thing for Nina is confusing. I don't want to feel this way. But I got to be honest because I can't bottle it. 
because it's real it's there and hopefully it'll be over soon um but again he's like but it's nothing it's 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 what I don't want it's nothing it's what I don't want I want Carly I want my family um and I think he's honest yeah he's he's messed up he's lied he's kept things from her he did things wrong (laughs) what everything he did was just not the way to go but I think he really I'm sorry like I know there's some Sona fans out there. I know you have people who are like, oh, break them up, break them up. I think he really means it. Like, I think he wants his family. And Carly knows it. <laughs> um, so we get the Carly and Olivia scenes. Um, and again, Olivia being a filler for Carly. But again, I like that. Obviously, Carly doesn't have to hold back. I mean, Sonny doesn't have to hold back in front of Dante. But, you know, there's been a friendship, a bigger friendship there with Carly and Olivia for years now. So I love how they could just be girls and talk to each other. And Olivia could tell her the truth, be empathetic, be sympathetic, be there for her, be a shoulder to cry on, but also like, you know, smack some troops into her. So I love that. Um, and then, you know, like I mentioned, you, the par- you have the parallel conversations between the best friends. You have uh, Carly and Olivia talking and then the scenes parallel with, Ava and Nina talking, which I thought was great, you know, and then they also kind of segue into the Sunny conversations. Um, so I thought that was great, like directing or editing. But um, I hate Nina, love Ava. I love their friendship, though, but whatever. All right, I'm gonna get a few things out of the way for Friday, because I definitely want to end on Carson. Um, this was big stuff. So obviously, Sunny shows up at the house, Olivia kind of gives them their space. She leaves. She goes about to bum rush Nina, which again, I love that she's Carly's ride or die because I would have done the same thing for my friend. And, you know, she has a conversation with Brooklyn. Brooklyn kind of talks her down. They kind of fill she kind of fills in Chase and <laughs> Brooklyn. Cute scenes between them. I love how her and Olivia have like that banter. Like, thanks for being there for me. And they're like, I actually like you. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> so that's cute. And I love how like Chase takes the baby. Like literally he uh, he understands the assignment. He's leaving her. He's taking her to the hospital. Like he understands his role and he was playing it. And you have Finn and Elizabeth kind of kicking with the baby. That baby's just so cute. Um, those were cute scenes. I I don't know about Finn and Elizabeth. I just, I don't, I don't see the chemistry. I think it's just... Too too much of a slow build without anything happening. So I could care less. I love both of them as actors. Obviously, I think they're significant characters, just not together. That's just kind of how I feel. Um, we have, man, you know what? I did, I kind of like drove, did like a drive-by watch because I was busy yesterday. So we also have, um, man, I'm so sorry. Ava um, and Spencer and Trina. So Ava setting Spencer up like, I'm going away. I have work for you at the gallery and Trina's going to be your boss. And obviously it's a better paycheck than Kelly's after he leaves um, jail. And I love this. I love this. I There's huge Sprina fans out there. I do want to see them together. I'm not obsessed over it yet because this hasn't been another slow build, but I'm so happy to see where it goes. You can see Trina's having a little bit of a struggle with it. So is Spencer and Ava's just loving it all. She's loving all the drama. She's loving the drama 
with Carly and Sonny and Nina. She's loving the drama with Spencer and Trina. And I love how she's just like, even though they're like young kids, she like takes Trina serious. And then she's like, Spencer, sit your ass down. Like, it's so funny. Um, and then we have Joss, Esme, and Cameron at Kelly's, which I feel like... I feel like Jocelyn was spilling a little too much in front of Esme. So I feel like, I hope Esme doesn't use this against, like, or tries to even spit a word of this to antagonize Sunny or Carly. Because they'll fuck, they'll chew her up. But, um, you know, Joss sees, like, a genuine side when they talk about the cabin. And she's like, Sunny owes me for what he did to my mom. Whatever they talk about. I don't know if there's any coming back from this. They really have Joss talking about it. So that's scary, but we'll see. Um... And she kind of becomes okay with the cabin. Trina calls her to like vent to her about what happened. And, um, you know, we think we're getting a decent, decent side of Esme. And then we don't. <laughs> she's looking to draw. I think she's, she wants to drug Trina. I think she wants it to be her, Spence, Joss, Cameron, and wants to drug Trina. Which, <sighs> I, there's everything wrong with this, but not okay with it I don't know how far I doubt she'll get far but Trina is becoming Trina's recurring now she's not contract so I don't know if something like this is gonna is happening to have her less on screen I hope not um I just don't like Esme getting down and dirty like that you know or is she gonna drug Cameron and Trina so that they could kind of hook up? I don't know something's up there or is she gonna drug Cameron so she could hook up with Cameron I don't know. We'll see what happens here. Um, or they might be her medicine. She might have some sort of like disorder where she gets angry or something like that. And she might really be taking medicine. Who knows um, if it's even her prescription? Don't know. Anyway, um, we'll see what happens there. Um, I like the cute little banter between. Um, I'm going back, but I like the cute banter between Chase and Brooklyn about, yo, we still my banana. Here's some lunch. That's cute. I, again, another slow build. But I guess it was going to take this Bailey Louise kind of story to bring them together. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm just totally. I have no words, but I have a lot of words for Carson. Um, he is pouring his heart out to Carly like pouring his heart out to her like yes I have feelings for Nina I don't want to have these feelings for Nina I know for sure the feelings and love and passion I have for you I want and we cannot get over this unless I'm under this roof basically saying if you let me out wild and free I I'm gonna run rampant <laughs> so I need to be home under your wing for this to work out because I'm going to go hoard out. That's what I took out of that. Um, I I believe every word he says, though. He's as honest. They're both being as honest as they could. He tried to throw the whole Jason thing in there and he tried to say, you know, but I wasn't me. You were you. Again, not the same situation, Sonny. And they were honest with you with you within a few days and it all was out and it took you some time to process it and then you did and you came to terms with it because they gave you that respect they gave you that option they didn't keep that from you they gave you the option 
and allowed you to process that. You didn't let Carly have that. She had a, you made a fool out of her. She had to find that at court. So yes, I, I get everything Carly is saying, but I love how Olivia is, had said like, that's fine. But how do you feel for him? What do you guys feel for each other? Um, so I'm not really out of this conversation. I got that. She's resentful, clearly. I look like an idiot. And you weren't Nina's victim. You were Nina's accomplice because you kept this from all of us. When you try to help her, you try to protect her. And I don't, his answers are irking me. And she's like, what are you going to do if I go after her now? And he's like, well, what sense does it make? But he also can't say, he's also like, don't, he also did, didn't say don't. He also knows he can't really do anything. And I think that's what that's what he's saying like nothing but why don't do it you know so hell of a cliffhanger we're gonna see what she does I hope drag her out by her hair kick her out the metro court because she is Nina's coming for your man Carly um and as a woman it was also it was so triggering but so nostalgic and not in a good way like when he when she's like I want to know every we every woman we don't but we do you don't want to hear the details because it's going to hurt, but you do want to know the details. You don't want to be hurt, but you need to know the information when it comes to your man doing things or cheating or whatever. So I felt that in somebody said on Twitter, Laura Wright is acting as if she lived this. And whether she did or didn't, she is doing a good job at making me, you know, bring all those feelings up because I actually, you know, we all live through not all of us, but I lived through cheating and, you know, I've been through that stuff. So, yes, it hurts to know, but I need to know details. You touch her, you kiss her, and she's right. Like, you don't know what that does. My blood was, like, you don't know what that does to your insides. You know, Carly's feeling so many emotions. She's feeling sick, hurt, you know, like, physically. That can't, like, I always, I wanted to always throw up when I found something like this out. Um, so, I'm here for this I want them to work it out I mean Sonny took his jacket off and made himself right at home had a drink throwing glass made himself right at home she didn't tell him to leave she you know Avery had a little attitude with her like where my dad coming home <laughs> I want him to eat this cookie where is he what's going on so she had a little attitude with him with Carly about it and you know again I we saw those scenes with Donna and with Avery because Poor Avery's a casualty now. They have to explain to her, like, I'm not leaving like I did before. Like, you know, Sonny's not leaving like he did before. He's just not around for these few days, you know? And it's funny because she says to Avery, like, he's going out of town for the next few days. And it was only one night. So Carly had already anticipated him not coming home for a while. And he was, he came right home like, no, 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 no. And she and he cut her off because she, he's like, you know, I'm here because I want to come home. And she's like, Sonny, he's like, no, like, that's it. One night is enough. I love you. Nine months was long enough. Seriously, I can't do this. And he can't like he can't stay sober. He can't stay clean. He can't stay sane. He can't stay like, look what he did. It. Look, he got drunk New Year's Eve. Like the next day he's talking to Dante just so hurt and just so out of place like Carly is home Carly keeps it together for him she shouldn't always have to be that for him I get it but he's that for her too um she made a good point with Olivia talking about like I bottled those feelings up I chose Sunny and 
Sunny trying to tell her, like, you know, that's almost done and over with, but you know I choose you when your feelings are feelings. You know, when you bottle something up, eventually it's going to come out the bottle. Um, so I don't know if there she's kind of moved on from the whole Jason thing in love part. And she's all she was all gun ho about her man. And that's why she's mad. Or if that eventually is going to unravel too, that she still kind of sort of felt something for Jason. I don't know. But I know that. Uh, he just cannot shake Nina, but at least he's honest about it now. So when we see these stupid little annoying flashbacks of them back in Nixon Falls, we know that he's struggling. So I'll give him that. But it's hard for us as viewers to get over the fact that he's been lying about this. So I can't imagine his actual wife. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens. I'm excited. I'm excited for next next week. Like I said, by the new year, a lot of things were going to unravel. Um, General Hospital, Maurice Bernard, a lot of the actors are promising us a great year of story. Um, I know production has halted a little bit. I hope it doesn't affect uh, storyline or timeline too much. Um, but I'll be back next week with a whole new recap. Thank you guys so much um, for listening. Like, comment, rate, share, whatever it is, good or bad. I'm here for, for it all. And um, I hope you have a great rest of the weekend and a great week ahead. Bye.